0: Big story today are, uh, about comments that are raising uh, eyebrows right across this country. And it does not matter what your politics are on the issue. Uh, the comments that John McAllen made about China to a Chinese audience and only to Chinese media are simply just staggering. Here is what he told this audience in Markham yesterday.
1: I think Ms. Meng has quite a strong case. One political involvement by comments from Donald Trump in her case, Uh, two, there's an extraterritorial aspect to her case, and three, there's the issue of Iran sanctions which are involved in her case and Canada does not sign on to these Iran sanctions. So I think she has some strong arguments that she can make before a judge.
0: So these comments are unprecedented and uh, not only do they not make any sense, they just come out of, of, I mean, they come hours after learning that the United States had started its extradition process against Huawei exec uh, Meng Wanzhou. But they go against everything that we believe in due process. They betray an ally. They certainly go against what uh, the Trudeau government has been saying this whole time, which is that we follow a rule of law. But where was the Canadian media? Why was the Canadian media kept out of this? I mean, what is it that the ambassador to China was speaking to a private audience that the Canadian media could not be a part of? I mean, since when do we shut media out of political events in this country? We are in Canada, right? Not China. But who is he working for? I mean, is it is it for China? Is it for Canada? Or is it all about securing votes in the next election? That's a fair question to ask and one that is being asked. Let's bring in Matthew Fisher to this conversation Foreign, uh, a former long, long time foreign correspondent and war correspondent. Now, the uh, resident visiting scholar in defense and international affairs over at the University of Toronto's Massey College. He joins us now. Matthew, let's start with the the easy stuff. Um, When you heard the comments that Mr. McCallum, our ambassador, the top guy, dealing with this diplomatic nightmare, what was your reaction?
1: I was stunned, frankly. Uh, And I'm not that often stunned by anything anyone does these days, even Donald Trump, since I guess we've become inured to some of the stunts that he gets up to. But uh, this was completely Unexpected, and uh, I believe beyond stupid.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're right, beyond stupid, because there could be a real cost to this. But you know, some uh, in Ottawa are suggesting that uh, you know the word in the PMO's office is that Mr. McCallum you know chose his words wrong. Um, you know that to me is an automatic firing offense.
1: Oh, it's a firing offense for what he said, and if he doesn't know how to get his words right then one should ask very seriously the question, why were his words not right? There may be an answer to that. Certainly he's been a a bit of a loose cannon before, and uh, he's sometimes a colourful fellow, and uh, there have been suggestions about his behaviour and how it relates to uh, some of the things he says that are unexpected. But this was a set Mm-hmm. It was a news conference. It wasn't somebody uh, importuning him in a hallway somewhere. Uh, it, it was a news conference. It was done in his old writing uh, uh, in a suburb of Toronto and a writing that has many Chinese voters. And if you're really cynical, mm-hmm. uh, you would view it as a liberal appeal, although he's supposed to as an ambassador not be a liberal anymore. A liberal appeal, uh, a brazen cynical appeal for Chinese-Canadian votes in some way out of this mess, this mess that was not of Canada's making originally, but you have to make what you can of a dog's breakfast. And right now, Canada is making this dog's breakfast into a into sort of a full buffet for the dogs.
0: Yeah, but there's so many angles I can go on this, but, but let's stick with that. Let's stick with your cynicism, because if in fact, and look, the Canadian media were not invited to this event, which is everything wrong in this country, because it, there was there was Chinese media there, there was Canadian Chinese media there, a room full of people from the Chinese community, and the messaging has already gone back to China. They're already playing it within their media, his comments, um, and if that's only to get votes and pander to what is a swing vote. So this could go conservative or liberal. That, to me, is a whole other uh, basket of problems. I mean, it is it crosses every line.
1: Well, it does. And uh, historically in this country, until five or ten years ago, foreign policy was foreign policy, never a particularly big thing in elections. But now we see ethnic groups being targeted. Right. And, uh, some would argue the prime minister's trip to India was all about getting Indian-Canadian votes and had absolutely nothing to do with uh, Canada-India relations. Uh, It was a brazen appeal to to that community. And uh, I think foreign affairs should be left to the foreign affairs professionals. Uh, McCallum is not a foreign affairs professional, and uh, he's just a a politician who was appointed to the job. And that uh, we should, uh, at all times, try to steer clear of uh, pandering to or or, or trying to appeal to any community, uh, including English and French Canadians, and historically in Canada sometimes... Some politicians have attempted to, uh, of course, pander to the uh, uh, to France and the French vote in mm-hmm. Canada. We mm-hmm. haven't done that really for a while, but that certainly has happened before in Canada.
0: Yeah, I mean, Karen Wang, you take that situation. That was identity politics, and she played it badly. But identity politics is so rife within this country and all parties, and it's wrong. But this takes it to a completely new level because the fallout of this... Um, is so severe because either we're pandering to China, and which to me is uh, a, a suicide, um, or we are alienating and throwing an ally under the bus by litigating this thing, which is not the job of the ambassador uh, or the government. It goes against the talking points of the Liberal Party, who are saying this is in the courts. I mean, McCallum has either hurt us with our American allies or screwed us with the with the, Ch- with the Chinese.
1: Well, I don't think the the latter. I I certainly think it is the former. Uh, The prime minister has said previously that he admired the Chinese dictatorship (laughs) and what you can do with an economy. Mr. McCallum has previously gone on the record saying that with Trump in power, Canadians have more in common with China than they do with the United States. Uh, I think no matter what Canadians think of Donald Trump, uh, most Canadians simply would not agree with that. Certainly not all the Canadians who go to Las Vegas and vacation in the United States and follow the NFL and, and follow the NBA and have lots of stocks in the United States and and so many American friends and take it for granted that they can cross the border at, at any time for a few minutes. Where of course going to China is a bit more complicated than that, just for starters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, uh, and. It, Really, do we think that China is more important to Canada than the United States? 20 or 30 years from now, that may be the case. I don't think so, because China's shooting itself in the foot all over the place. Mm -hmm. But that could be. But today, that is not the case. And right now, we have a Chinese government that's holding a million Turkic-speaking Muslims in the west of the country. Uh, It is holding Canadians uh, basically as hostage in this affair. Uh, There's this dubious ruling uh, for the death penalty for this Canadian. I, I do think... From what i can understand that he was a drug trafficker but the haste to have a retrial and put a death yeah. sentence on him when previously uh, the chinese courts had decided that would not happen uh, it looks uh, very very ugly the south china sea li- uh, water claim where they've uh, chosen to take 90% of the territory. The lies they told about that five years ago, all it was from uh, Xi and the leadership in China was that this was for peaceful reasons. There was no plan for any military. And yet they've militarized the pla- place yeah. with about a dozen airfields. Uh, they've got all kinds of missile batteries, all of this. And now we're to believe them when they say they're going into the Arctic, but it's all for peace. And, yeah, uh, they have no uh, malicious intent and yet, uh, or malevolent intent, and yet we see that in many other cases, China says one thing and does another. And so now we have McCallum saying that uh, basically, he is siding with China mm-hmm. and thinks that they have a good case. They may have a good case. I don't know. But that surely is for our courts to decide, not for him.
0: Right. But everyone freaking out about the comments that Mr. Trump made about the trade deal, or we could use this to our advantage, which was completely, completely inappropriate. This comment is no better. In fact, I think it makes it worse, because if this thing falls apart, not only are we going to get kicked in the head by China, we are going to get eviscerated by our American neighbors. Where does this story go now? I mean, I don't know how Trudeau cannot recall this man and get rid of, I mean, the heads should be rolling.
1: Well, uh, one would have thought that uh, he would have resigned, but uh, until now, it's a stiff upper lip, uh, the Foreign Minister, Christia Freeland, has simply said, without mentioning McCallum by name, in a statement that she uh, and the Canadian government believe in the rule of law and that they are not in any way interfering politically in the judicial process. I, I believe that. I certainly want to believe that. Uh, the the Prime Minister's comments today were all over the map. Uh, he cannot, when under fire, he can never answer a question Sort of directly, uh, he uh, prevaricates, and he looks like a deer caught in the in the headlights. So much of the time, he's been out in Saskatchewan today. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he was asked about this, and his answers seemed to support McCallum. <laughs> uh, not exactly, but the, but certainly he wasn't calling for his resignation or saying he's going to be on the carpet or I must speak to him. I yeah. presume he is speaking to him, but uh, we're getting no hint that they're going to take drastic action with them. I suspect that in the way of these things, they want to save face. You may remember when the defense minister got in a lot of trouble with India and everybody Mm -hmm. thought he would resign in the next 24 hours and he didn't. Something similar may happen eight or 16 or 20 weeks down the road where McCallum has decided to retire for health reasons. And there's reason (laughs) to believe that he might uh, need to retire for health reasons. Like tomorrow. Some Mm -hmm. suggestion. Uh, And the... Maybe that's how they will deal with it rather than today, because if they do it today, uh, they look weak. Uh, If they don't do anything today, of course, they are damning the relationship with the United States. The US has not said anything, but Trump, of course, may respond at any time and very, very loudly about what is up or what isn't up. And what Canadians, there's a lot of blaming today with liberals saying, well, it's because of Trump. And I'd make a couple of points about that the legislation. uh, The suggestion that McCallum had was that Canada doesn't support the sanctions the U.S. has uh, against Iran. First of all, that has nothing to do with the extradition case. The case is based on the merits of did they violate U.S. law, not what Canadians think of U.S. law. But even if it is because of what Canadians think of U.S. law, the sanctions, as I understand it, that are being pursued in this case are Obama-era sanctions, and those sanctions were uh, approved by Canada and also by the United Mm -hmm. Nations. So uh, it's very complex. But certainly from where I sit, uh, it stinks. And I think a lot of other Canadians will reach the same conclusion.
0: Indeed, because Lord knows what he's saying behind closed doors when we aren't listening. I've got to leave it there. Mr. Fisher, thank you very much for uh, your expertise on this.
1: You're most welcome. don't know if I'm much of an expert, but I do have opinion.
0: And a very big brain. That is Matthew Fisher uh, joining us uh, tonight. Smart guy. This is Global News Radio.